Georgia on Mission Street. This is TobilFun.com, the week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from the heart of the Mission District, home of the burrito in San Francisco, California. Today is Thursday, the 27th of September. On this date in 1529, the ultimately unsuccessful Siege of Vienna begins when armies under Ottoman Suleiman the Magnificent uh, attack. The siege marks the pinnacle of Ottoman military power, their furthest reach into Europe, as portrayed in the beautiful 1988 Terry Gilliam movie, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. 1669, the 21-year-long siege of Candia in modern Crete ends with Ottoman victory over the Venetians. It's the second longest siege in history. 1822, French Egyptologist Jean-Francois Champion announces that he has deciphered the Rosetta Stone. 1916, Ascala Mariam, also known as Zeweditu, becomes the first empress of Ethiopia after her nephew, Iyasu, is deposed in a coup. She was the first female head of state of an internationally recognized country in Africa in the 19th and 20th centuries, and the last empress regent in the world. 1962, Rachel Carlson's seminal book, Silent Spring, is published, inspiring the environmental movement in the United States. 1993, Abkhaz, North Caucasian, and Russian forces break a UN-organized ceasefire to massacre Georgians in Sukhumi, including almost all of the Georgian members of the government, as well as many civilians. Birthdays are, in 1783, Augustin Cosme, Damian de Iturbide y Aramburu, the first emperor of Mexico, in 1947, the American singer and actor Meatloaf. In 1961, Hong Kong action movie star and one of the four heavenly kings of canto pop, Andy Lau. As well as my father, John W. Mullen III, and my brother, Jay Banfield, is a big 5-0 today. The Romanian and Georgian Orthodox churches venerate Anthem the Iberian on a Cartley-born saint on this day. He's known for being the, uh, in charge of the Prince of Wallachia's printing press and for bringing the first printing press to Tbilisi in 1709. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to come on the forum or ask a question, go to tfilpod.com or send us an email at tfilpod.gmail.com. Parliament approved 73 to 1 in Otsneva resolution regarding the December Chorava Street murders in which two Tbilisi teen boys were killed. European Georgia representatives left before the vote. Parliament also discussed the final conclusions of the European Georgia-led Interim Parliamentary Commission responsible for investigating the deaths and the consequent investigation with Otsneva members of Parliament accusing them of having politicized the results. European Georgia document calls for the prosecution of Mikhail Kalandia, one of the witnesses, and Mirza Supeliani, the uncle of Kalandia and the former employee of the prosecutor's office. They also recommend that Justice Minister Ted Lukiani and Interior Minister Georgi Gaharia, along with investigators and prosecutors involved in this case, resign. The Osneva document differs in that uh, this, it only calls for Kalandia and Subeliani to receive, and I quote, accurate legal assessment of their involvement and for an Interior Minister probe to identify any potential wrongdoing. Super mild there, Otsneva. Parliament is also working on amending Parliament's regulations to move it back to Tbilisi from the current location in Kutaisi. Otsneva says that maintaining two buildings is too expensive, that it's complicated to coordinate government from two cities, that the two cities set up harms 
the two cities set up harms Parliament as an institution and that the Parliament cannot provide effective oversight from Kutaisi. Vice Speaker Tamar Chugoshvili said that the uh, popular Kutaisi building, um, the, sorry, the blobular Kutaisi building will be used for very interesting purposes and clarified that it will become a police hub. Sounds super interesting. Members of uh, the opposition parties have criticized the decision, saying that Kutaisi will lose its status as a parliamentary capital and that the move back will create financial losses for the city. The location change was done at the end of the Saakashvili years, 2011 to 2012, and the building is estimated to have cost uh, 330 million lati, uh, with 2.5 million more needed annually for maintenance. Parliamentary committee hearings were moved back to Tbilisi in 2014. Otsneva plans to complete the move in January 2019. This is not a great thing for the city of Kutaisi, but it's a good thing for Georgia because there's, uh, in terms of oversight, it's important for, uh, for there to be the infrastructure of Tbilisi to be able to see what's going on there. Coalition for an Independent Transparent Judiciary, a group of 40 NGOs, including the hardest working NGO in the caucuses, Transparency International Georgia, released a statement expressing concern about the suspension of the process selecting the new Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Kel surprise, that seems to be somewhat politicized, as all of us Americans know who've been glued to the television uh, today. They said that both President Georgi Margulashvili and Otsneba don't realize the gravity of the situation and that they need to start working actively to appoint someone before the new constitution goes into effect following the October presidential election. Coalition is concerned that the new constitution will allow a specific group of judges to concentrate power and reduce the effectiveness of the judicial system. The state audit office released a report on the Ministry of Finance, which it accuses of corruption in regards to the construction plan and geological assessment of one of the ministry's Tbilisi buildings. The report says that the ministry was given over 700,000 lari for the work, which was then given to a company owned by the brother of the Deputy Foreign Minister Vachtan Makrovlishvili. There was no public procurement tender announced. The company that received the contract had been registered the day before the signing. The Municipal Development Fund, which is in charge of the actual renovation, found the end plans and assessments unsatisfactory and could not use them for their work. The Audit Office referred the case to the Office of the Prosecutor for further investigation. Makarovlishvili denied any involvement, saying that he does not participate in that type of work at the ministry. A different, different deputy minister, Sviad Gonadze, said the company hired had been highly skilled and experienced professionals and fulfilled all of the requirements of their contract. More audio recordings featuring Omega Group founder and Alliance of Patriots member of the Adjarn Supreme Council, Zaza Okru, uh, Okuashvili, speaking with other business leaders, were leaked to the press this week and appear to involve a number of people in corruption schemes. In one conversation with the JSC Tbilisi shareholder, they discussed an alleged requirement that all foreign and local cigarette companies transfer 2.5 Tetri to the Otsneba Fund for every pack sold. Other issues discussed include tobacco market allocation, a plan to send 50% of all profits to the Otsneba Fund, and the settlement of some financial problems facing Omega Group. Aha! Former Economy Minister Dmitry Komsishvili and Bidzina Ivanishvili's cousin Ucha uh, Mamatashvili are implicated in the conversations as having been aware of and participants in illegal deals. Another conversation appears to have former sports minister Levan Kipiani asked 
Okuafili for expensive cars to gift to other unnamed officials. Kibiani was already implicated in the recording release on the 12th of September, saying that Omega Group's financial problems would go away if they shut down the subsidiary uh, Iberia TV. The prosecutor's office has begun an investigation and will try to authenticate the recordings. Parliamentary Speaker Yadakli Kobachidze says that the recordings are an attempt to discredit Osneva through the actions of people not affiliated with the party. Infrastructure Minister Maya Skitashvili said simply that we do not have elite corruption. Really? The United National Movement's Roman Gotsaridze said the tobacco industry is not the only field used for covertly financing the ruling party, while European Georgia's Dato Bakradze said the authorities' reaction will show whether they were individual officials doing it on behalf of the entire government or whether the entire government was involved in elite corruption, extortion of money, and other systemic offenses. A group of 11 NGOs, including Transparency International Georgia, has released a statement expressing concern about the possible high-level corruption and calling for a thorough investigation, examination of contributions to Oatsneba, and discussions on future anti-corruption efforts, and for business leaders to speak out about any similar experiences they may have had. Prosecutor's Office has obtained all financial documents from a Palitra Media Holdings subsidiary, Color Pack Printing House, that were created between 2014 and 18 as part of a corruption investigation potentially involving former economy minister Dmitry Kuntsashvili. Man, they're hitting Dima hard. Polytra Media owns over a dozen media companies, including Polytra TV and Interpress News, and the bookstore chain where you can get Radharami books, Biblus, though only Color Pack is under investigation. The investigation is looking for signs of abuse of power and the embezzlement a large amount of public funds related to a $1.6 million U.S. dollar loan that Color Pack received from the state-run Produce in Georgia program. 75% of Politra's shares are owned by a relative of Kumsishvili's Irakli Tebdurashvili. Politra commented saying that they would cooperate, though they weren't sure why the prosecutors needed all these documents, while the director of Color Pack said that hundreds of other companies are also uh, receiving financial assistance through the program. Kumsishvili was the economy minister under Georgi Kvitikashvili, but was not reappointed by Bakhtadze. He has already spoken with investigators in July. On the 19th of September, United National Movement Kutaisi Soccer Budo member Gia Ukleba was assaulted in Kutaisi City Hall by Osneba member Amiran Kopalaishvili and Imeda Saginadze. After Ukleba posted negative things about Osneba-backed independent presidential candidate Salomon Zurubashvili on Facebook, the Ministry of Internal Affairs has begun a criminal investigation. Transparency International Georgia, with other NGOs, released a statement condemning the incident, saying that those sorts of behaviors pose a threat to the conduct of electoral processes in a calm and stable environment and cause serious damage to the reputation of representative bodies and institutions of local self-government. They call for a thorough investigation and punishment per Georgian law, a recommendation developed by the Interagency Commission for Free and Fair Elections, and for the Kutaisi Sakrabula to develop a code of ethics to prevent future confrontations. Central Elections Commission has completed candidate registration for the October 28th presidential elections. 25 candidates are running, 19 nominated by political parties, 6 by initiative group, 46 people applied to run, 21 were denied for various reasons, including failure to submit vote, voter signatures and application error. One political party wasn't registered with the Ministry of Justice. 
This is the largest number of candidates in a presidential election since they began in 1991. The closest number was 23 in 2013. Candidates have until the 17th of October to withdraw or their names will appear on the ballots. Lists submitted by two opposition parties, National Democratic Party and State for the People, included dead people, and in one case, the signature and information of Prime Minister Bahadze, which never accused the United National Movement, which leads a coalition that both smaller parties are in, of orchestrating the falsification, while UNM said that it was an Otsneba-organized provocation. Parliamentary Speaker Yudakli Kobachidze accused the UNM of campaign violations, of course, media manipulation, and provocations against Otsneba-backed independent Salome Zurabashvili, saying that the party would pay for its crimes, including the transferring two of Georgia's historic regions to Russia in the election. Kobachidze says... Rotsneba would like to run a European-style campaign, but the black PR disinformation, personal attacks, and provocations of the opposition are causing destabilization. <sighs> the State Audit Office reports that in uh, from the 1st of August to the 11th of September, 94% of donations to presidential candidates went to the United National Movement, European Georgia, and Salome Zurbashvili. 18 candidates and political groups also received funding from the state budget, with Otsneba, European Georgia, and the United National Movement receiving over 100,000 lobby. Several candidates weighed in on the cannabis controversy. UNM candidate Grigol Vashadze said that he would begin collecting signatures for a constitutional amendment banning the sale and production of cannabis, while Free Georgia's uh, Kachikukaba uh, attended a church-led protest saying marijuana business is nothing but enrichment of one family at the expense of degradation of Georgian youth. Kukawa also expressed some anti-foreigner views, saying our small nation will go extinct if we do not impose restri restrictions on the influx of migrants from Turkey, various Arab countries, Pakistan, and other countries. Labor Party Shabanatelashvili talked about issues facing ethnic Georgians in Azerbaijan, Protests have followed Otsneba-backed independent Salome Zurabashvili across the country to Zubdidi due to her August comments about the 2008 war, which she implied was Misha's fault. National Communications Commission ordered Rustavi Odi to drop airing, uh, stop airing three anti-Zurabashvili attack ads, saying that they violate Georgia's legislation. One of the ads calls her a traitor, which the GNCC says is insulting and unethical, and thus illegal, Unfair advertising. Another ad shows a clip of Zurabashvili on a TV show that also includes a journalist. Journalists are not supposed to appear in political ads. The last one shows Zurabashvili swearing, which violates a ban on obscenities in ads. Rustavioli representatives say the GNCC has never cared about attack ads before. It's just trying to shield Zurabashvili from criticism and discredit Rustavioli with an audience unaware of the specifics of the law. Georgian Young Lawyers Association says that the commission has no right to demand that political ads be taken down. GNCC has also criticized Rustaviori for allowing extra time for political ads, which it calls not illegal, but a threat to political pluralism. Patriarch Ilya II has called for members of the clergy to stay neutral in the upcoming presidential elections. Following criticism of Zurabashvili's comments implying that the 2008 war was Georgia's fault from some members of the church, Bishop of North America told his parishioners, we have elections coming up. I do not want to give instructions whom you should vote for, but I think voting for those who are against the pro-Western Western choice of our nation, who sympathize with the North, is a betrayal of the nation. His sentiments were echoed by bishops in Georgia. 
Zunabashvili's uh, subsequent statement, she said that she was strongly against church involvement in electoral campaigns and that elections were not church leaders' business or something that they should be involved in at all. Her comments further angered a number of bishops and other church officials, including the leader of the Georgian parish in Moscow, and resulted in Ilya II's call for neutrality. In December's Committee of Ministers of the Council of Europe, uh, they'll examine the Georgian government's implementation of the ruling by the European Court of Human Rights regarding former Prime Minister Vano Medovashvili's pretrial detention. In their ruling last November, the ECHR found that Medovashvili's initial detention in 2013 was justified, but his continued detention was used mostly for prosecution to gain information from him related to the death of Prime Minister Zurichvanya and alleged secret offshore bank accounts of ex-president Misha Saakashvili. His lawyers asked for a criminal investigation to be reopened for an independent investigation of another incident that occurred during Medovashvili's detention and for his release from prison. They also say that they are concerned about his deteriorating health and say that he may have been poisoned. United National Movement and European Georgia have joined his lawyers in calling for his immediate release. A UNM MP has also called on President Georgi Markvalashvili to pardon Medovashvili before his term ends. Georgian government refuses to release him, saying that he is serving sentences for other crimes that have not been brought before the ECHR and that he is not in dire medical condition and has not been poisoned. But they are apparently willing to conduct the requested investigation. In their statement about Medovashvili's medical condition, a special penitentiary penitentiary service released a list of his diagnoses due to high public interest. This was has drawn criticism from local NGOs for violating his constitutional and human rights. Special Penitentiary Service defended their release of the information, saying that they had to share his medical results because Medovashvili's lawyers were misleading his family and the public about his condition. The Achmeta Municipality uh, Panki Sopa Festival on the 22nd was interrupted by members of Tamerlan Machalikashvili's family, Machalikashvili, was shot by the state security forces in December 2017 during a counterterrorism special operation, but his family insists that he was innocent. The family protested the festival by blocking the road to it, saying that Pankisi locals were against the festival because they are still mourning, so the municipality brought in people from other areas and that the festival was being held disrespectfully close to Machalikashvili's Grave. Because of the family actions, Ahmeta Mayor Yosef Karamashvili decided to cancel the event before they could be any, there could be any larger confrontation. A van apparently carrying festival equipment rammed into a group of protesters, but no one was reported injured, and the driver was detained by police. After the cancellation, the protesters moved to Machalikashvili's family home in Duisi to continue their calls for justice for Tamerlan's death. Prime Minister Bakhtadze's American trip continued this week in New York, where he met with leaders including U.S. President Donald Trump, U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres, EU High Representative for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy Federica Mogherini, Bulgarian Prime Minister Boyko Borisov, Estonian Prime Minister Yuri Ratas, and the CEO of the Millennium Challenge Corporation, Brock Bierman. He also spoke at the 23rd General Assembly of the United Nations and the Nelson Mandela Peace Summit. He discussed the possibility of signing a free trade agreement with the U.S., says that U.S. lawmakers are generally in favor of the idea. If signed, Georgia would be the first country to have a free trade agreement with the U.S., China, and the European Union. 
Georgia, Moldova, and Ukraine will hold their first interparliamentary assembly meeting in early October, where, according to the parliamentary speaker, Irakli Kobachidze, they will uh, work on issues related to uh, their common goal of EU integration and their common challenges of territorial integrity and problems with Russia. Three countries signed an agreement to establish the assembly in June. Representatives from the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe visited Georgia on the 19th and 20th of September to reevaluate the pre-election environment. They found that overall the general environment was appropriate for democratic elections, but there uh, was still room for improvement in the period of time left until Election Day should allow at least some of these improvements to be realized. They called on participants to engage in elections with mutual respect, to be transparent about campaign financing, and to assure that administrative, administrative funds were not misused for the campaign. They also called on the media to end hate speech, personal attack ads on candidates, criticism of the Central Elections Commission to be taken seriously, fully addressed in order to maintain public trust. Blah, 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 blah. Yet Pace will send an election observers as well in October, of course. For those who don't know, this group is incredibly pointless group of junketeers, as are almost all parliamentarians uh, and members of Congress that internationally observe elections. Um, most international election observers, but not all, are pretty uh, pretty pointless. But serving members of parliament and retired members of parliament are just the worst. Prime Minister, uh, sorry, uh, the U.S. State Department uh, included several mentions of Georgia in its country report on terrorism in 2017. Uh, they mentioned that Georgia is an active uh, security partner with the U.S. and that the Georgian government is generally capable of detecting, deterring, and responding to terrorist uh, incidents. Um, back to Bakhtadze in the United States, in New York and Washington, D.C., through the 27, he met with Pompeo, Secretary of State, um, uh, the John Bolton, head of national security affairs with the ridiculous mustache, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, now completely discredited due to the Kavanaugh hearings, and Roger Wicker, Bob Corker, who, thank God, is retiring but is still acting like an incredible jerk, even though he doesn't have to, Robert Menendez, as well as representatives from various organizations and businesses, he went on Fox News, yikes, to say that the U.S.-Georgian relations have never been as good as they are under President Donald Trump. It was really revolting um, to watch him. He also, although not nearly as bad as Misha's serial ass-kissing through the Fox News blog, he also planned to address the 73rd uh, session of the General Assembly um, and attend a reception hosted by uh, Trump in New York. NATO Deputy Secretary General Rose Gotemoller visited Tbilisi on the 21st, where she met with Deputy Foreign Minister Dondua, Deputy Defense Minister Leila Chikovani, President Georgi Margulashvili, Interior Minister Georgi Gakhari, and a group of students from Tbilisi State University. Controversial ban on importing wheat that uh, we covered last week has been postponed by Finance Minister Ivana Machavariani for a year after protesting truck driver uh, Yano Amko. Um, Koladze climbed under the Revenue Service building roof, intentionally injured himself, poured gasoline on himself, and threatened to set himself on fire if he couldn't meet with Machavadiani. The minister said that they listened uh, to the opinions of the drivers and Amkoladze's um, emotional decision and were persuaded to postpone. Machavadiani said that they will consult with the drivers about further restrictions and solutions to ensure that the drivers are not unemployed when the ban does go into place. Development movement presidential candidate Dato Usubashvili came out in support of the drivers, saying that any restriction should apply to all types of drivers, not just wheat trucks. The government still has not really said what they're doing, and it probably has to do with the, the fact that they're from Russia, Russian imports. 
The Fraser Institute, a libertarian Canadian think tank, ranked Georgia 7th out of 162 countries in terms of their economic freedom in 2016. Georgia follows Hong Kong, Singapore, New Zealand, Switzerland, Ireland, and the United States, has moved forward on the list since 2015. The ranking is based on the size of the government, the legal system, property rights, monetary stability, trade freedom, and other regulations. Prime Minister Bakhtadze tweeted to say that he was proud of the rating. The meme this week is not very contemporary, but, but depicts a guy labeled Georgi VIII sleeping on a subway while holding a pizza box labeled United Georgia, from which all the pizza slices have slid onto the floor, labeled Imedeti, Kartli, Samskajavacheti, and Kacheti. Stuff to read. Prime Minister Bakhradze wrote an op-ed for The Hill saying that the U.S.-Georgia relationship is more important than ever. In it, he says, strong American leadership makes the world better and safer for both its citizens and the rest of us, and that America stands as the greatest global catalyst for democracy, peace, and prosperity. He also says that Georgia shared President Trump's view that dialogue with foes is far preferable to conflict. He highlights the close defensive relationship, the close defense relationship between the two countries and the, uh, the values of having friendship with Georgia before calling for increased American involvement in resolving the conflict with Russia. Dr. Alan Riley, very smart and interesting guy, worth listening to, a fellow at the Institute for Statecraft in London at the Atlantic Council in Washington, D.C., wrote an article for Estonian foreign affairs magazine, Diplomatia, entitled Beware of Chinese Gifts, a Warning for Central and Eastern Europe, the Dangers Posed to Countries in the Region by Chinese Programs like the Belt and Road Initiative. He notes that China is often seen as a potential source for huge economic gains, but that those gains should be taken with a grain of salt because of the reason for the original Silk Road, the reason that the original Silk Road went out of fashion still hold true. There are security concerns about Chinese acquisitions. Much of the Chinese financial assistance that comes with these projects are loans. China tends to maintain restrictions on access uh, to their own market, so the infrastructure built by these projects tend to increase the trade deficit with China as they gain the ability to send things westward more quickly. Riley argues that the solution of these problems is to use the EU to ensure that countries on the New Silk Road actually gain increased access to Chinese markets and other opportunities. While the article is about EU states and some non-EU Balkan states, the problems mentioned are applicable, applicable to Georgia, though Georgia has positioned itself more as a transit hub than as an end destination for Chinese goods. Related to all of this, ask any Sri Lankan you happen to talk to. OC Media wrote about the lives of Georgians' pensioners relying on people's goodwill to survive. There are a few care homes, and the last two state-run institutions are not accepting new residents, so the elderly need relatives and charities for help. The Georgian healthcare system doesn't cover all costs, so especially as people age, medical costs eat up larger amounts of their already small incomes and pensions. A new cumulative pension law is being implemented that supplements the 180 Lari government pensions with contributions from employers, uh, employees, the government. The scheme has been criticized by groups like TI Georgia because the Georgian labor market is self-employed and working under the table and thus would not benefit from the cumulative pension. The cumulative pension idea is incredibly stupid and let's pray it doesn't happen. Post Proper wrote about the what happens if you're busted with drugs in Georgia. They talked to a Georgian lawyer, provided straightforward answers to basic questions like what happens if I'm arrested with drugs? The answer is if it's a small amount of non-marijuana drug or just or just use uh, in the first offense, it could be a 500 lari fine. You're apparently allowed to refuse drug testing and refuse to answer questions. They also 
They also answer questions about what to do if a friend is detained, how long police can hold somebody, and so on. New UK TV show Joanna Lumley's Silk Road Adventure, in which Lumley travels from Venice to China, filmed his second episode crossing from the Black Sea to the Caspian through Georgia and Azerbaijan. He visits Batumi in Tbilisi, where she meets with members of the Kipshidze family, working on an old townhouse restoration, a former model who created Tbilisi Fashion Week and watches the Sukhishvili dance show. She then heads up to Svaneti and walks along a new part of the Transcaucasian Trail before finally heading to Kacheti to learn about winemaking and become very attached to some silkworms. Tbilisi's solo locky made it onto Time Out Magazine's list of the world's 50 coolest neighborhoods for its combination of interesting sites and its air of mystery. Take a rather broad definition of Tbilisi, uh, of solo locky, which is basically all. Tbilisi recommend Ezo for drinking, Zoestan for eating, the sulfur baths, and staying at the Envoy Hotel. Eurasianet wrote about how one Georgian family built a national ice hockey league started uh, by a former amateur Soviet ice hockey player and his nephew, the Georgian national team, won gold in a division promotion at the 2018 International Ice Hockey Federation Three Division World Championship in South Africa. The team practices in an aging and small figure skating rink and usually goes unpaid, but the team has come far since their debut international game in 2014, a 22-1 loss to North Korea. All this stuff to read is posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is 8. The number of different varieties of hazelnut grown in Georgia, according to geonuts.org. The glorious but difficult collection of names I'll do my best with. Ankliauri, Berjnula, Gulshevishvela, Shevlishkura, Deroplistiti, Sechnis Dzudzua, Khajapura, and Nemsa. Tbilisi Ethnofest 2018 International Summit of Crafts and Design runs September 28th, 29th, 30th from 11 to 7 at Expo Georgia. There will be hundreds of Georgians, international artists, designers, crafts, people to purchase from. Exhibition of Vienna-based artist Anna Gurashvili, Cautious Watcher, opens at Tbilisi Pathara Gallery on the 29th at 7 p.m. and runs through the 13th of October. Her work attempts to trigger the psyche into interpreting ancient symbols removed from their context in the new ways. On the 1st of October, the Otar Chiladze Cultural Education NGO, Atveli, will host a literary evening in memory of the author and playwright at 6 p.m. Um, uh, 6 p.m. at the National Library on the ninth anniversary of his death. Tbilisi's Movement Theater presents Jemal Karchadze's Igi in a performance synthesizing drama and traditional theater, telling the story of human evolution from prehistoric times to the formation of personality and the fight with the environment and society since then. The show will perform in English and Georgian on October 4th, 5th at 8 p.m. Tbilisi State Conservatory will host Close Encounters 2018, a performance featuring musicians from Georgia and Switzerland playing stringed instruments with electronics and percussion, 7 p.m. on the 5th. Tbilisi's Fabrika will host an urban art festival entitled, entitled Fabrika, sorry, Fabrikifiti, like as in graffiti, on the 6th uh, at 7 p.m., beginning at, sorry, on the 6th and 7th, beginning at 11 a.m. Dr. Kinchashvili and Mego Brebo will perform at the Tbilisi Concert Hall at 8 p.m. on the 7th. They will uh, be performing a new album recently recorded in the U.S. that fuses ethno-folk with new musical styles. The Keda Municipality in Ajata will host 
Autumn in Kedah, a festival including performances, partnership with the Ukrainian Kamensk municipality, a market for sale of agricultural products and crafts, information about local NGOs, sports competition, historical information, displays of a jar and foods, children events, and wine pressing ceremony. Begins at 10 a.m. in Seti and moves to the Kedah Center in the afternoon. Cycles of Life, a show by Russian artist Maria uh, Chubarova, is on display at Batumi's Contemporary Art Space through the 13th of October. Chubarova's delicately graceful works address themes of self-knowledge and study through interactions with nature. On the 5th of October, Project K presents a Kutaisi hip-hop night featuring Birja Mafia members Young Mick as well as uh, SFX. Their goal is to begin holding events in Kutaisi, a city often overlooked by other event organizers. The exact location of the event can be found on the Project K Facebook page. Starts at 8 p.m. The Cajeti Wine Guild is holding a wine festival, Televino, in Tel Aviv's old garden area from 12 to 6 p.m. on the 5th. There will be opportunities to try Georgian wine and cha-cha and probably other stuff. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tweelpod at gmail.com or post the form on our website, www.tweelpod.com. And we will finish with, from 1993, from Kennett, Missouri, just west of the Big River, this is Cheryl Crow and the Nana Song.